Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we've noted that the kids are not all right. I mean, we talk about this on the show a lot because while COVID certainly gets all the attention we have millions of kids in this province who are turning into the collateral damage of this pandemic. Everything. We're talking depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and the reported increase in suicides and child abuse. And the data is coming in. And what it is telling us is that we have a generational crisis underway and one that will not go away once COVID does, assuming it goes away. And my next guest is a parent living this nightmare. Her 15-year-old daughter is trapped in this world of darkness where hope seems to have been lost, where she's battling things like an eating disorder, things like self-harm, and thoughts of suicide. So when we talk about lockdowns not having costs, they do. And this is just one child and her family who are paying for them. Leanne Phillipson is her name. She's a registered nutritionist at SproutRight.com. She joins us now. Good to have you, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me on, Alex. Why has it been so important for you to speak out? Yeah, this is a tough thing to talk about. um, I'm doing this with the permission of my daughter. She knows that I'm speaking about this for for a couple of reasons. First of all, to show her that despite these challenges, that there's something bigger, hopefully, outside of this where, you know, maybe even one day she'll be able to uh, to speak about this and be able to advocate for her peers who and you know be an inspiration for herself, but also so that parents know that they're really not alone because I've heard all the radio reports just as everybody else has as the statistics and this and you know I'm in the healthcare field um, she does you know kind of all the right things by what I you know as a nutrition um, expert you know, does and and still we're we're in this in this really difficult and challenging situation. And um and I just hope that other parents by hearing this realize that they're that they're not alone. When did this crisis start for you? I mean the lockdowns have been ongoing like never ending in this province. And so when when did you realize that your daughter was in crisis and what has been happening and then of course how has it affected your family? So it was late, um, probably around October time when I really noticed something. I actually remember her coming home from school one day and, you know, it's just a mom sense maybe or something like that. I just said to her, what, uh, you know, something happened or what's different? And she couldn't, she couldn't articulate it, but she definitely knew that something didn't feel quite right or just felt different and it wasn't too long after that that we were made aware that or we saw that she had started self-harm um and at that point then i started you know called her pediatrician made appointments she had already been speaking with uh with a psychotherapist um, for different things in the past, I've been through divorce, and just to have for for both mm-hmm. of, uh, both my daughters to have support of someone outside of the home to be able to speak with. So she wasn't wasn't unfamiliar with that, and 
and in founding out about the self-harm and trying to navigate that, there was anxiety. She was eventually diagnosed with depression, many assessments with different hospitals and doctors and, you know, some, something, something new every week because I was just trying to find some support and some help for her. And, um, and since then, we've dealt with resistant eating and an eating disorder, um, multiple hospital admissions, and then also, um, you know, as you said, just that dark, 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 horrible place to be where you don't feel like anything is worth living for anymore. And it's so hard to see. And she is a bright, vibrant, mm-hmm. funny kid who would get up at six in the morning, work out, take the dog for a walk, get on the subway, travel across the city to go to school and then race back home again to go work or volunteer at the dojo because she's she does karate. Mm-hmm. So this is not a kid who who really had, you know, if anything, she probably had that perfectionist side where was, you know, she wanted to do everything because it's just that what's that's what makes her happy to be active and out and with friends and teaching and 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 all of that and and it just became such a struggle even to the point where she didn't want to do karate anymore because it was just online and she said I just I can't do another I can't look at a screen and do another class. You know it's um it, we hear a lot that kids are kids are resilient they'll bounce back they, they'll get back on their feet there's always next year and we also talk about the term collateral damage a lot you know mm-hmm. that uh, you know there's such hyper focus on um, COVID and making sure people don't get COVID but the collateral damage we are talking about is your daughter. Um, and mm. there are thousands and thousands of other kids who are going through similar things like your daughter who very much feel like they're alone and not able to get the help. And so when we talk about collateral damage, we're talking about children's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And these kids, they're suffering such loss. And when I say loss, it's about loss of connection, loss of community, friendship all the things that they love and the life that they know, um, activities, you know, after school things, just going places, seeing family members or friends or, you know, the things that you have in life to look forward to. As adults, we go Mm -hmm. through challenges in life and probably know that there's something on the other side, this too shall pass, but they just haven't lived enough life to know that that truthfully, when someone says that, that it is reality, even though they can't see it or they don't have enough experience to know that it's true. It's, it's a really, really dark and challenging time. And you are outspoken and you are a confident woman. And I mean, I know you from, from years past. And so I know you are tough and you can carry this, but it's gotta be excruciating as a mom. There's no mom strong enough to have to deal with these things or parent in general. But you know, there are a lot of people who aren't able to get this kind of help. They're not strong enough or they feel like they're alone. Well, I mean, the help that I have had has been the one of the biggest things. I mean, I just keep on advocating for her and I, and I question and I talk both in the more alternative health world and then also in, in the, you know, with the doctors I have a great relationship with her pediatrician and uh, different programs that we've spoken to. There's been many. Uh, a suggestion came out of that for a parent program called Sash Bear. Uh, sashbear.org, I believe it is, and it's it's free. And there's, it's open to any parent with any situation you need to apply to join the 12-week program. It was two hours a week, and it focuses on DBT and emotional dysregulation and how, as parents, mm-hmm. we can help support our kids. And that was 
hugely important because now my daughter is also doing a DBT program. So we're talking the same language. And the most important thing is maintaining Mm -hmm. connection with your child, no matter what else is happening. And that really has been my focus. I can't fix, you know, I would just like to wrap her up and, and put her in my arms, but I can't. So this is all I can do. You know, the system itself is very difficult to navigate. I mean, you can throw as much money as you want at it, but it is very, very complex and and difficult for a lot of people to find the help that they need. Um, If you could talk to the Premier, who is going to announce whether schools are closed or not tomorrow, um, what would you say to the Premier? What does he need to hear from everyday people, parents dealing with this? I mean, you can say all you want that you're going to throw money at it, as you said, and support and things like that. But there seriously needs to be an overhaul to just the whole mental health. You know, I mean, we've been to sick kids numerous times and they are tremendous, but they are completely overwhelmed. They can't handle the number of kids that are coming in there every single day, pediatricians or doctors. I mean, they're just... There needs to be a bit of a 101 for parents on and, and manage expectations because I think it took over seven months, maybe six months, for us to get a call back from CAMH. Uh, and we had already, I, I contacted mm. every single opportunity out there, and there, there just has to be more, but not just, yes, this is what we're going to do. Yes, this is what we're going to do. Like, talk to some parents and figure out what it is that they feel that we need. Because otherwise, it's just it's not none of it's going to stick. And it's just going to seem like it's another decision that you're making that where you're not taking people really people living day to day with this into account. Yeah, it's almost like you need a a modern day concierge service for for mental health, um, you know, accessibility. Um, Leanne, is your daughter going to be okay? I mean, is she on the the road to, to recovery? That's a really good question, Alex. It's one day at a time, truthfully. I I hope so. I'm doing everything in my power. We are supporting her as much as possible. Ultimately, the decision is hers. Well, from one mom to another, I know you're a great mom, a strong mom, but of course I know how the, how painful this must be for you. So I wish you the very best and and, uh, and wish great things for, for your daughter, who will always be just your little girl. And the organization is Sasha.org, correct? Sash Bear. S-A-S-H-B-E-A-R. Yeah. Sash Bear, also called okay. Family Sash Connections. Bear. Yeah, also called Family Connections. Okay. Tremendous organization. There you go. Okay, hopefully someone can reach out and um, and talk to somebody and get some help. Leanne, thank you very much for sharing your story with me, and uh, I appreciate your time on this. Thank you so much, Alex. And that is Leanne Phillipson, registered nutritionist with SproutRight.com, and she is talking out so that hopefully others are not feeling so alone.